With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, King of Hearts listeners, it's Cam and my wife Taryn from the Sang Up podcast. Don't you just miss the good old days? Like when we couldn't get legally married? Well, no, obviously not that part. But I mean, when you just have sleepovers with your best girlies all the time. I mean, yeah, sleepovers are the best. You're staying up late. You're talking hot goss. Mm -hmm. And you pour your little baby heart out before maybe having a little moment under the covers. Oh, Mm -hmm. well, lucky for us, we get to do that every night. But once a week, we invite you to join in. So tune in every week to Staying Up, where we drink up, cozy up, and stay up. We'll see you there. Welcome to the King of Hearts podcast. Hosted by me, Kiara King. I love to talk about boys. I love to talk about relationships. And I guess today is the day that we're launching King of Hearts podcast, which is crazy. I can't believe the day has come. This has been three years of me thinking and wanting to take like make a podcast and now I'm doing it. And it's just like, oh my God, I hope it goes well. And I hope you actually enjoy listening to what I have to say. If you love me, let me fly away Maybe I'll come back to you Maybe I won't So yeah, we're here and finally, this is the first episode. So thank you for joining me. I'm gonna be learning as much as you and we're gonna just be learning together on this journey of self-discovery, love, relationships, learning through heartbreak. The whole of King of Hearts podcast is basically, well, King of Hearts is surname, my surname's King, obviously, and it's about love. So King of Hearts podcast, actually I was in Vegas with my friends, Max and Andrew and I was like oh my god I don't know what to name it I want it to be about love I want it to be about relationships dating love heartbreak healing like everything around love and I was like I don't know what to call it that's not like basic and then Andrew was like king of hearts and I was like isn't that a bit casino-y and he was like no as long as you don't make it casino-y it's fine um because it kind of sounds a bit like a poker game but I was like do you know what king of hearts is kind of strong and it represents me and it represents what I want to be talking about on all these episodes with you that's how the name was born thanks Max and Andrew very much for that I the reason I wanted to start the podcast was basically as you may know if you follow me already I started making TikToks and content about boys well I actually was a singer before I was a content creator and I basically wanted to promote my music and my ex-boyfriend was like why don't you get on TikTok like my little cousin's on it and I was like what the hell is TikTok and why are all these 13 year olds using it turns out now everyone's using it so thank you very much to my ex-boyfriend for that so yeah I got onto TikTok and I was trying to promote me as a musician and obviously for some reason no one cared no one gave a shit about that side so I was like you know what let's try another angle I just made a stupid random video about like boys and like dating and then that went viral and I was like okay let me do a bit more of this and it just all kind of went from there like all my videos that I was talking about boys relationships dating 
all went viral and I was like, oh shit, like people are actually relating to what I'm going through in my dating life. And then where it really took off was when I went through my first heartbreak with my ex two years ago, more than two years ago in 2020. Um, so that was like four years ago, <laughs> time flies. Um, and I went through my first ever heartbreak. So I fell in love for the first time. I documented that on TikTok and then I got heartbroken for the first time. And I documented that on TikTok as well, crying, all of it. It was quite vulnerable. And I have been super vulnerable on the app. I've been super vulnerable on Instagram, on all social media. And it seems the moments where I was most vulnerable, loads of people actually related to my pain, which is like really sad, but at least I didn't feel like I was alone and everyone that watched the videos felt not alone either. So I was like, oh shit, maybe I could actually help even more like young girls, guys, whoever's going through like heartbreak or doesn't know how to deal with dating. And it's really hard out there, guys. It's not easy. And I was like, maybe I should start a podcast where I can actually delve deeper into like each topic. Heartbreak, healing. I'm gonna talk about my experiences with heartbreak and actually go deeper into how I dealt with heartbreak and the feelings with that and how alone I felt. And then also going through the feelings of dating again and how shit that was and dating apps and how really shit they are as well. And also like different relationships, romantic relationships, friendships, also more into like intimate problems like sexuality and sexual health, which I think is so important, which I haven't really spoken about on social media. And I feel like in a six second TikTok, I can't really explain fully a subject and I feel like this is why the podcast was born because essentially I just want to help whoever watches the podcast men women gay straight anyone who wants help because I feel like with love it's such a universal topic and so relatable to everyone love is always going to be around and heartbreaks always going to be around whoever you are you know whether you're a 65 year old man or you're a 13 year old girl who's just had her first crush I feel like this is such a universal topic and I'm so interested to talk about it. I just love love. I love, I'm such a hopeless romantic. That's why this was born. I hope that you get something from this if it's anything and you learn something from me, from my experiences with love, from my experiences with dating, from my awful, <laughs> some really bad experiences, but also some really good experiences. And just, you know, I'm gonna take your hand along on this journey with me and hopefully I'll be learning from you too. We're gonna be having guests as well. It's not just gonna be me gonna be others as well talking about their problems about their interesting subjects we're gonna get some very interesting characters on this podcast so stay tuned but yeah let's get right into it we're just gonna take a pause there and we'll be back after this break hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So today is the start of the pod. But today is also the day of love. It's Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is either a very depressing day, happy day, sad day, friendship day, hate men day. Today, last year, I was in my heartbreak phase. So I just got through, I just went through a breakup. So Valentine's Day last year, I was literally sat with my girlfriend just being heartbroken. That was not so fun. And if you're going through heartbreak right now, I really feel for you. I was literally in your shoes last year. And this year is a little bit different. I'm actually in a relationship now. <laughs> We've been together for, yeah, 10 months, like nine months, 10 months, nine months. We got together in May. So yeah, now we're in, I'm in a relationship. So it's very different how I was feeling a year ago. So just, this is a little, you know, lesson to learn that how you're feeling now is not how you're gonna feel in a year. So if you're feeling really low and depressed and sad that, you're alone or you're going through heartbreak or someone's broken your heart or a situationship isn't answering your text, just know that a year from now, you could be in the best relationship of your life. Just a little PSA right there. And with Valentine's Day, we talk about love as this is the whole theme of the podcast. And because today is the first podcast also, I wanna do a really broad topic today. And we're gonna start with a controversial quote. Every week I've decided I'm gonna do a controversial quote about love. So this week's controversial quote is, we accept the love we think we deserve. This is an interesting one. It's by Stephen Chbosky, he's an American screenwriter. And he said that quote and I was like, oh my God. At first I would have thought that's not true because you can get, I mean, I agree and disagree with the quote of like, we accept the love we think we deserve because Obviously you could be in an abusive relationship and no one deserves that, you know, no one should accept that. And you could be in a really manipulative, emotionally abusive relationship and obviously get out of that and you shouldn't accept that. However, on the other side, like generally speaking, because I relate to this quote, I really did accept the love that I felt I deserved. For so many years, I'd been struggling like with insecurities, with really low self-esteem. And I feel like when you struggle with low self-esteem and like not thinking that you're good enough, you're always gonna accept the bare minimum because you're like, no, he messaged me back like 12 hours later. So like, that's fine. Like I deserve that. And I even felt like I deserved being treated badly because I was like, I don't treat myself well. So why should anyone else treat me well? I actually really agree with that quote. We accept the love that we think we deserve because now, that I've worked on myself and my self-esteem and my self-worth. I'm gonna talk about this so much in the future episodes about how I actually increased my self-worth and how I actually increased like accepting myself more and loving myself more. The kind of treatment that I accepted, the standards got up here. Before the standards were all the way down to the floor, like even lower than the floor, five levels down. And now that I actually appreciate myself and know I'm worth something and I know I deserve the best treatment ever, I will only ever accept good treatment, princess treatment, as we like to say on TikTok, but it's true. I will only accept princess treatment because I treat myself now like a princess. Does that make sense? If I treat myself like shit, I'm gonna accept someone else treating me like shit. So I wanna go into now things that I've learned so far in my life about love because today is Valentine's Day and today is about love, whether you love love or hate love, 
Today is about love, whether you like it or not. It's Valentine's Day, February the 14th. So let's talk about it. Number one, if you're getting extreme highs and lows in the relationship that you're in, that's not love. That's not passion. That's anxiety. That is pure games. When I was in my previous relationship of two years, I was with my ex and we were like on and off for two years. And I really thought he was the love of my life because it was so up and down, because the lows were so low that even if it was like an average high, for me, that was like, oh my God, like he messaged me back on time. Like, girl, I mean, like looking at myself before, I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? And I thought that was love, but it wasn't. It was like anxious attachment. It was, I was so obsessed and I so needed his validation that I just, I was sick and worried all the time. I lost weight because I was so anxious. I was waking up every morning with caterpillars in my stomach, like, but like they weren't butterflies. They were literal caterpillars because I would beg him to like message and call me and I would be crying down the phone and he'd be like, okay, okay, okay. And the next morning I never got any messages for at least like 12 hours. And I was just like, those lows made the highs so much higher, but those highs and lows are not normal in a healthy relationship and actual true love, no one's gonna make you feel like that. When you're really like true, true love is gonna add value to your life and true love is not gonna make you feel like you're on a sickening roller coaster where you're up and then you're worried when you're gonna come down again and when you're gonna go up again and when you're gonna go down again. It's not normal to be on this emotional roller coaster. And I think we fantasize and glamorize this whole like, oh my God, like it's so passionate and it's such a whirlwind romance. But those whirlwind romances that are so high sped and so like up and down and crazy, they always end in a car crash. They always end so abruptly and so toxically and like ends up with one person blocking the other or like on such bad terms or cheating and stuff like that. That's not love, that's games, that's immaturity. That's that's just not being self-aware and it's unfair and it's, it's just pure games, okay? So that's what I learned about love and what is actually not love and what is love over the last few years. And obviously I'm 25, I can't, I can't say I'm an, an expert on love, I'm not, I'm not a psychologist, but I can only speak from my own experience of love and heartbreak and healing and just being in different relationships. So let's move on to number two. This one is so classic, but it is so true. And a, cl a cliche is a cliche for a reason, okay? If he wanted to, he would. I'm not just saying that because everyone else is saying that and their neighbor is saying it because it's true. The cliche is usually always true. If he wanted to, he would. The amount of times that I begged for the bare minimum in my previous relationships for a, a text message, for someone to reply on time, for someone not to leave me for two days without speaking to me, and just leaving me out and you're just like, oh my God, they haven't messaged me. Like, what are they doing? Or like, they haven't messaged me all night because they're out with their friends and they haven't even bothered to say like, it's okay, babe, I'm safe, I'm fine. Like, everything's okay, you can go to sleep. This is the bare minimum. And I was just like, you know, thinking that it was okay. But now that I'm in this like, in a healthy relationship now, now that I see how I'm being treated now by my current boyfriend, I'm like, Oh my God, if he wanted to, he seriously would. 
Like my boyfriend literally flew from Turkey to London because I called him up saying, I feel really ill. I feel really sick. And like, I'm just, you know, I'm not feeling very well. And he was like, I'm coming over right now to look after you. He flew from Turkey to London, four hour flight. It's not a, it's not a small thing, you know, it's not a small gesture. Like a man, if he really wants to do something, he's gonna do it. If he really cares about you, he's going to do everything in his power to make you feel good. And if he doesn't really care about you, unfortunately, he's not gonna do what you want him to do because he doesn't really care. If a guy is giving you mixed signals, unfortunately, he doesn't care enough. A man will show you if he cares about you through his actions, not his words. Women, we love words, but men, if they wanna show that they are like serious about you, they're not gonna give you words, they're actually gonna give you action. And that I had to learn as well, like if he wanted to, he really, really would. Okay, next thing. This is a weird one because I'm still learning this right now in my current relationship. Um, because I had this idea in my head about like what actually is love? What is that feeling of love? And my idea of what love used to be is definitely not what love is now. I thought that love was this like fairy tale description that they show in the Disney movies of like love at first sight of like that Prince Charming that's gonna sweep you off your feet of that guy who's just gonna fix all of your problems because you have so many problems and I have so many problems. And that once I meet that one guy, he's gonna come here and he's gonna sweep me off my feet and we're gonna ride off into the distance and my life is gonna be perfect for the rest of my life because I've met the love of my life and now my ending is complete. Really sorry to break it to you. That's not really how it works and that's not real. And I had to come to that understanding as I was healing from my past relationship because I realized that in a good way actually, Love is not actually those like highs and lows of that like, oh my God, like I would literally die for you kind of love. It's not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be, I mean, obviously love is different for everyone, but romantic love, what I found like real love is unconditional. There's no conditions to love. There's no ifs, no buts, no, if you do this, then I'll love you. If, if he buys me a gift, then I'll love him. If I buy him a gift, then he'll love me. What I was doing was I actually, in my past relationships, I was buying my ex-boyfriend's love because I didn't think I was worthy. So what I would do, I would buy them tons of Christmas presents. I would buy them the nicest birthday presents for their birthday. I'd do everything in my power to like gift them. And maybe gifting is in my love language, but I was just like doing it everything. I was jumping through all the hoops because I thought that's how I would get them to love me but it doesn't work like that. Love is unconditional. Love, it will always be there. And also love is not this like explosive. It, it might be in the beginning. It's not this explosive, I would kill for you and I would die for you and I would, I would not be able to breathe without you. That's not really what real love is. I feel like that's more infatuation. Real love is more of a, a calm knowing a calm, deep, deep understanding that this person really cares about you. And love actually for me is less in the words and more in the actions. Like my exes used to just chat a load of shit. Like, you know, you're gonna be my wife one day. I'm gonna marry you. I'm gonna do this for you. Like basically just love bombing, you know? But none of those words actually like had any concrete actions behind them. 
Whereas now in my current relationship, he never says like, obviously he says, I love you, but he's never like, I'm gonna do this for you. And I'm gonna do that for you. And I'm gonna take you here. And I'm gonna take you there. He doesn't do any of that. I don't even ask him. He just does it. He puts the action in. You know, there was once I was flying back from New York. I was coming back from work back to London. And I was like, oh, I really miss you and whatever. And like, I'm going back to London and then I'm not gonna see you because we're in a long distance relationship. And he's like, oh, that's really sad. Like I won't see you for another week. And like, I get to the airport, I, I land in London and I get to the arrivals and he's there with flowers. Like he surprised me at the arrivals. And for me, it's like, honestly, I love the arrivals at Heathrow airport. If you know, I'm like such a hopeless romantic. Like I just love people like greeting each other at the arrivals in the airport. I think it's just so sweet, like family members, friends, like lovers, whatever. And like, he listened to that and he actually did it. He did it. He flew into London like four hours before I did. And he got to the arrivals with flowers and he was there. That is an act of love. That is really love. Like that is, it's all in the actions, you know? And I'm not saying that that love at first sight isn't real. It is real, but it's very, very, very rare to get that whole love at first sight thing. And most of the time, the reality of it is, you don't really know if you love someone for the first like two seconds of meeting them. You learn to love someone and you get to know someone and then you love them because how can you love someone that you don't know? You can obviously be physically attracted to them. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. When I first met my boyfriend, I was like, oh my God, He's so fit. <laughs> I was like, wow, he's really nice. Um, yeah. But I wasn't in love with him at first sight, no. It took me time, especially because I had been heartbroken and I had, you know, in a sense, even now I still do kind of a little bit have my walls up in my current relationship because I feel like when you're heartbroken that bad, you're never gonna be the same after that. And like, I put my walls up so high cause I was like, I physically can't go through that pain again. It was like being torn up into a million pieces and putting back the pieces together. And it takes time. In a sense, like my current relationship is also healing me. I feel like you can, you know, they, I will say this in future episodes, like, you know, you have to heal on your own and whatever. You can get to a certain point healing on your own, but actually being in a really healthy relationship can also accelerate that healing because that partner is gonna teach you what it's like to be actually treated well. So this is kind of what my current relationship is. He's literally healing me from the inside out. And I know that's so cringe, but that's kind of what is happening and what I'm learning at the moment. The last thing I learned about love so far in my life, stop expecting a guy to give you everything like stop expecting a guy to give you all the love that you need if you put that expectation on another person that's like way too much pressure i used to think oh my god you know romantic love is all i need and like that love is going to push me and that's going to be like the be all and end all and i all the love i need is going to be from my partner but that's also not true love really is all around like you know the love love actually quote by Hugh Grant love actually is all around it actually is all around obviously like I love my boyfriend don't get me wrong and like I get that love from him but it's not like that oh my god like all-encompassing love I also get my love from my friends and you can get your love from your family and you don't just have to get your love from a boyfriend you can get your love from dogs, from cats, from animals, from nature. Love literally is all around. You can even get love from food. 
I love food so much and I get so much love from food and from my dog. Like I don't need all of that from my boyfriend and it would be a little bit toxic to expect all the love that you get in your life from a boyfriend or a partner or a husband or a situationship. It's just too much. I can't expect my boyfriend to give me all the love that I need in my life. It's just not feasible. It's not It's not realistic. Being in this current relationship, I feel like I'm balancing all of my relationships and like realizing that love really is all around and that I don't need to expect everything and anything from my boyfriend. I don't need to expect all that love from him. I can get it from my family. I can get it from my friends. I can get it from like literally nature, going out for a walk, like, all of that is love. It doesn't just have to be romantic. And I feel like in today's society, we're pressured so much to like put all of that into a partner and expect all of those things from a boyfriend. And that's just not realistic. Like your boyfriend can't give you everything. Your girlfriend cannot give you everything. And you, and it's also unfair for that person to give you everything because when they like have a bad day or something, you can't just be like, oh my God, that's it. That's everything. Like you just like, I'm like, I'm the, you're the worst person in the whole world. Like where am I going to get my love from now? What happens if you break up? You know, it's not the end of the world. If you don't put all of your expectations on one person, then they're less likely to disappoint you. So like spread your love all around. Yeah, those are like all the things that I've learned so far about love in my mid twenties. Obviously I don't know everything in the world, but I can only speak from experience. And I hope that resonated with you. I hope you took some of those things home. And I know some of these are kind of like dream crushers. Like love is love is not this fairy tale. It is, it's also a fairy tale. Like I have that fairy tale with my boyfriend, but it's not that like anxiety butterflies which is anxiety in my stomach, that like drenching, like anxiousness and like nervousness and like constantly being on the edge of your seat. That's not love, that's anxiety. And like, I had to learn that this year and the year before that. I love love and I'm such a hopeless romantic. And I just think if you see life with the glass half full, it's just so much better. And that's that goes for relationships, friendships, your relationship with yourself, like, the moment you start to see that love actually is like all around, it doesn't have to just be in a relationship, then you'll start to be happier and like being less expectant of everyone else. I hope you enjoyed this love-filled episode about love and all things about that. And if you wanna subscribe or watch the next ones to keep in the loop, we're gonna be putting out episodes every Wednesday which is crazy and I can't believe this is actually happening. Thank you for listening and I'll hopefully see you next week. Maybe I won't. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.